Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hi there, welcome back. This will be for uh, Acts chapter 23. The heading reads, Paul smitten by Ananias' order. The Lord again appears to Paul. Forty Jews plot to his death. He is, deli- he is delivered over to Felix. Verse 1. And Paul earnestly beholding the council said, Men and brethren, I have lived in a good in all good conscience before God until this day. And the, and the high priest Ananias commanded them they, that stood by him to smite him on the mouth. Then said Paul unto him, God shall smite thee, thou whited wall, for sittest thou to judge me after the law, and commandest me to be smitten contrary to the law? Elder McConkie said, It is common habit of writers and commentators to compare Paul unfavorably with Jesus, even though Paul's immediate and appropriately worded apology does, him, does itself show forth a divine dignity worthy of a greater even than he. Let us grant that none can compare with the Master, but even then, why speak ill of Paul for proclaiming, almost by instinct, the very curse that Ananias deserved, a curse which did in fact in later years come upon him when he was slain by an assassin during the Jewish war. Verse 4, And they they that stood by said, Revilest thou God's high priest? Then said Paul, I did not know, brethren, that he was the high priest, for it is written, Thou shalt not speak evil of the ruler of thy people. It was as though a Mormon elder converted from Catholicism was voluntarily submitting to an investigation before a papal court. Paul was thus being overly gracious to his captors. So in other words, this trial that he's going through here, he didn't actually have to go through. Now, I, I want you to notice that uh, Paul, uh, in, as he's speaking here, said that he didn't, he didn't know that, his, that the high priest was there. This might be evidence of one of Paul's uh, physical problems, that he may not have uh, had good eyesight. Uh, and later on, when he says that he had a thorn in the flesh, some people believe that maybe that was uh, what his problem was. So we'll talk about that more later when we get to that part. Verse 6, But when Paul perceived that the one part were Sadducees and the other Pharisees, he cried out in the council, Men and brethren, I am a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee. Of the hope and resurrection of the dead I am called in question. And when he had said so, there arose a dissension between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the multitude was divided. For the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, neither angel nor nor spirit. But the Pharisees confess both. And there arose a great cry, and the scribes that were of the Pharisees' part arose and strove, saying, We find no evil in this man, but but if a spirit or an angel hath spoken to him, let us not fight against God. And when there arose a great dissension, the chief captain, fearing lest Paul should have been pulled in pieces of them, commanded the soldiers to go down and to take him by force from among them, and to bring him into the castle, to the Antonia fortress." And the night following the Lord stood by him and said, Be of good cheer, Paul, for as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness also at Rome. Elder McConkie says, In this in his persecuted and straitened state, Paul needed comfort and assurance from on high. How should such be given? The Lord could have sent an angel. He could have spoken by the power of the Holy Spirit to the spirit within Paul. Or he could have opened the heavens and let him see again the wonders of eternity. But this time, thanks to his valiant service, his unwearying devotion, his willingness to suffer even unto death in the, in the cause of Christ, this time Paul was blessed with the personal ministration of the Lord of heaven himself. 
Jesus stood at his side. Without question, much was said and much transpired, of which there has been but been preserved to us only the promise that the Lord's special apostle would yet bear witness of the master in Rome. Verse 2, And when it was day, certain of the Jews banded together and bound themselves under a curse, saying that they would neither eat nor drink till they had killed Paul. And they were more than fifty which had made this conspiracy. And they came to the chief priests and elders and said, We have bound ourselves under a curse, under a great curse, that we will eat nothing until we have slain Paul. Now therefore ye with the council signify to the chief captain that, the, that, that he bring him down unto you tomorrow, as though ye would inquire something more perfectly concerning him. And we, before he come near, or before he gets here, are ready to kill him. And when Paul's sister's son, his nephew, heard of their lying in wait, he went and entered into the castle and told Paul. Then Paul called one of the centurions unto him and said, Bring this young man unto the chief captain, for he hath a certain thing to tell him. So he took him and brought him to the chief captain and said, Paul the prisoner called me unto him and prayed me to bring this young man unto thee who hath something to say unto thee. Then the chief captain took him by the hand and went with him aside privately and asked him, What is it that thou hast to tell me? And he said, The Jews have agreed to desire thee that thou wouldst bring down bring down Paul tomorrow into the council as though they would inquire somewhat of, of him more perfectly. But do not thou yield unto them, for there lie in wait for him of them more than fifty uh, more than forty men. I thought I said fifty. Uh, let's see, back in verse. Uh, Oh, it does say 40. I, got, I said that wrong. Sorry. 13 says 40. <laughs> I uh, missed that. Sorry. Uh, okay, where was I? Uh, verse 21. But but do not thou yield unto them, for there lie in wait for him of them more than 40 men, which have bound themselves with an oath, that they will neither eat nor drink till they have killed him. And now we are, are they ready, looking for a promise from thee? So the chief captain then let the young man depart and charged him, See thou tell no man that thou hast showed these things to me. And he called unto him two centurions, saying, Make ready two hundred soldiers to go to Caesarea, and horsemen threescore and ten, and spearmen two hundred. So there's four hundred and seventy men at the third hour of the night. In other words, three in the, mor- uh, three in the morning. Third hour of the night. Yeah, not third watch. Okay. And provide them beasts that they may set Paul on and bring him safe unto Felix the governor. And he wrote a letter after this manner. So Paul's being sent away for his own protection. Claudius Lysias unto the most excellent governor Felix sendeth greeting. This man was taken of the Jews and would have been killed of them. Then came I with an army and rescued him, having understood that he was a Roman. Prior to Augustus, the power of the governor of in, in his province was virtually absolute, and in New Testament times he remained the chief military executive and judicial officer, with protection of citizens his, his special concern. Roman society was based on status, and civil rights followed this system. Slaves had the least protection, and citizens had the most. The latter was mainly either Italians or provincial families that were rewarded for usefulness to Rome. Since they generally served by political or economic influence, Roman citizens in any city were probably at least middle class. The implication of Paul telling the examining tribune that he was born a citizen. On that occasion, the mere claim of citizenship immediately stopped an intended interrogation under the whip. In the letter to, to Pliny of Trajan discussed earlier that governors simply ex- executed provincial Christians who did not forsake their religion, but others possessed of the same folly received better treatment. 
Because they were Roman citizens, I signed an order for them to be transferred to Rome. Paul could demand the same, which he did after facing either the danger of being murdered in another Jerusalem trial or further imprisonment after already being in custody for two years. He received fair treatment on several other occasions because of his Roman rights. Obviously, the Lord called an apostle to the Gentiles, especially suited to survive the dangers of hot controversy. And that was all by Richard Lloyd Anderson. Verse 28, And when I would have known the cause wherefore they accused him, I brought him forth into their council, whom I perceived to be accused of questions of their law, but to have nothing laid to his charge worthy of death or of bonds. And when it was told me how that the Jews laid wait for the man, I sent straightway or immediately to thee, and gave commandment to his accusers also to say before thee what they had against him. Farewell. Then the soldiers, as it was commanded them, took Paul and brought him by night to Antipatris. On the morrow they left the horsemen to go with him and return to the castle, who, when they came to Caesarea and delivered the epistle to the governor, presented Paul also before him. This is about fifty or sixty miles from Jerusalem to Caesarea. And when the governor had read the, the letter, he asked of what province he was, and when he understood that he was of Cilicia, I, he, I will hear thee, said he, when thine accusers are also come, and he commanded him to be kept in Herod's judgment hall. And so that's the governor's headquarters, the pre- praetorium. Anyway, that's the end of the chapter, and uh, we'll see what happens next time. Bye.